Hey everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of Hurricane Hope, the podcast. This is Hope Vista, and I never thought that I would do anything like this. I never, I never listened to podcasts until very recently. I found, um, I, I love pop culture, and I found this podcast um, that was by someone who was on The Bachelorette, and I started listening while I was working because it helped me it helped me focus and I was really surprised because time was just kind of flying by and I was really interested in, you know, listening and I thought, wow, this would, this is actually really, really cool. Like maybe I could do one. Um, so I just said, sure, like I'll do one, you know, why not? Um, but yeah, I mean, thank you for listening. If anybody is here listening, I feel so weird because I'm just sitting in my laundry room in my basement with my door closed, (laughs) holding this microphone by myself. And I feel so weird, but, um, I think it'll be, I think it'll be really interesting and, you know, maybe possibly therapeutic or something to, you know, just talk and and see if there's anything you guys might want me to talk about or, you know, something like that. And I'll also be bringing on guests. My plan is to do new episodes every Monday and Thursday and on Mondays do solo podcasts. So just me talking. Those will probably be shorter because I don't know who would even want to listen to me talk for an hour, but, um, have guests on Thursdays and have those be a little bit longer and talk about certain topics and, you know, um, just get into more in-depth conversations about stuff. I just actually, yesterday, um, I filmed a video for a podcast episode that I did with, um, my band Vista's tour photographer, Holly, and the video was supposed to sync up with the audio. I was going to upload it to YouTube and the video was just all messed up. The camera kept stopping every 20 minutes. So I would have had to, you know, go through the entire thing and find the bits and pieces that were usable and it just it just didn't work so I only did the audio but I plan on doing video and stuff just to you know give it like a visual I think visual is cool with audio but yeah so two two times a week if I'm able to if not then you know I'll let you guys know um but if you're interested you know I'm I'm glad you're listening and I hope I'm not putting you to sleep yet but um yeah so I thought I would just maybe start by giving like an introduction to you know who I am and and, you know for people who might not know anything about me or know just a little about me or you know whatever um but my name is Hope Vista that is my real name Vista is my middle name and I am the lead vocalist of alternative rock band Vista um which I'm in with uh, my my best friend and the guitarist of the band Greg Almeida and uh, we have been uh, doing, well, I've been in Vista, I started Vista in late 2015, and the band was announced to the public on January 22nd, 2016, um, and Greg joined the band in August 2016. So uh, we've been in this band together for a while, and uh, we tour pretty regularly, we just, you know, we, we really love Vista so much, and we've had a really weird past few months where we've kind of, um, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say it was an or it's been an identity crisis because we know exactly who we are as a band it's just kind of been trying to figure out where to go next um you know because we don't have a team we've done everything in-house not because we want to but you know just because it's it's very hard to find reliable team members that fit your vision and fit your goals um that are doing it for the right reasons but you know we we really love vista so that's kind of my main thing not kind of it is my main thing my life goal is to have Vista be what sustains my life. Um, 
And I also own a PR company, a public relations company called 258 PR that I started in March 2016. Um, that is my full-time job. I work at home every day of the week. I work seven days a week, any time of day. So in, on any given day, that's usually what I'm doing is, you know, working on, on press stuff for my clients and I just absolutely love doing that. It's so much, it's really a lot of fun, honestly. It's it's stressful, but it's a lot of fun, you know, to see your artists get really cool press um, and work with unsigned artists that are on a budget and, you know, give them affordable services that are, you know, um, round the clock all the time, you know, whenever they need it. And besides that, um, I'm also a dance teacher five nights a week. Uh, that's I grew up dancing. I was in a senior dance company by the time I was 13. So I, you know, I teach dance five nights a week at a studio on Long Island that has three locations. And I teach uh, at two of the locations. And I primarily do uh, jazz technique uh, to competition students. I also choreograph and I teach ballet. Um, but primarily I do jazz. So that's really fun. Um, it's That's also very stressful. But, you know, it's it's I like doing that because it ties in um, what I was very, very passionate about as a child and, you know, young adult, and I'm able to bring that to my adult life. I'm 25. So, so I really love that. Um, and I also, what else about me? I, I just have like, I'm always have so many things going on at once. I'm a big multitasker. So very recently I released a book called prevail finding normal that I worked on for a very long time, um, for about a year and a half. And I put that out on Amazon recently, which it's it's an autobiography, but it's also kind of, it was me writing to work through um, certain traumatic experiences that I have had that resulted in, in PTSD, like diagnosed PTSD. Um, and I had a lot of memory loss with the PTSD. So I started writing the book just to kind of write my whole life out and see what has been great and also try to remember memories that were lost in the trauma so through the pages i was working through you know certain things that i'd forgotten and and trying to remember them by writing and there were certain things that i did remember and i was like oh my god how did i forget this um but there were other things that i couldn't remember just physically wasn't able to and you know it's just uh it ended up going to like 500 pages and i was like oh my god i didn't ever expect to you know, write that many pages. I just kept writing and writing and writing. And once I started, I really couldn't stop. So that's available on Amazon if anybody wants to read it. I have um, I have a BFA, a Bachelor um, of Fine Arts uh, in writing from Rowan University. I graduated from there in 2015. So um, writing has always kind of been something that has um, been very cathartic, not even just with, you know, with narratives or creative pieces, but with music and songwriting for Vista and, you know, my own songwriting and everything. It's just very, very, not simple, but it's a very, um, I guess like upfront kind of way for me to just write whatever is in my head. So I recently did that. And then I also recently put out a single as Hope Vista again for the first time in like three years, I think called Skin and Bones that I did with my boyfriend, Ocon. Um, we wrote, well, I, he wrote, I told him what I wanted for the instrumental and he kind of pieced it together for me. And then I wrote the, you know, the lyrics and melody and everything and he produced it. So that's also available on Spotify along with all my old music, some of which is not on there because it's just fucking terrible and no one will ever hear those files ever because they're awful and they're on a hard drive somewhere where nobody can access them. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's really it for me now at 25, but I think that, um, sorry, I keep breathing heavy. I have asthma and it's like really musty down here, but, um, 
yeah, I mean, that's really it for me now in 2019. Um, things about me that kind of led me to here would primarily probably be my solo music. Um, that's where a lot of people knew me first before Vista, but we've also met a ton of new people along the way through touring and stuff. But anyone who's been with me or around me for like four, four and a half, five years, um, they know me from from my old stuff. I released a ton of music on my own in 2015, and I was very heavy in like the like the pop punk. Um, it was called the Swamp, like this group of bands that would all tour, you know, interchangeable inter is interchangeably a word. I'm a writing major, I should know that, but you know, they would all tour together, and it was just like a a big scene, a big collective of of these pop punk based bands, and I was very heavily involved in that because of my manager. Um, his name was Bernie. He was very involved with those bands, and that's really where I started to, I don't want to say come into the public eye, because that sounds so silly, but that's kind of where my coming out party was as Hope Vista and as an artist. Um, So I released a song called Wild Girl, and then I did a single called Dominance, and once Dominance came out, that was just a song that I wrote in my college apartment, um, you know, like in late 2014, and it just kind of stuck like glue and really ended up defining me as an artist and, you know, really just bringing to life the vision that I had for myself inside of my own head, I guess. And once that happened, once that single dominance came out, it kind of snowballed into everything else. Um, you know, like my own solo record, which wasn't actually my first record. It was just every other record I took down because they were terrible. But um, and then that record led to Vista. And then, you know, with Vista, we've done everything. Um, you know, like the tours that we've done and all the music that we've released and meeting Greg and, you know, it's all kind of just snowballed, but that's really where everything started. So I know some people know me from, you know, like Hope Vista stuff. And then a lot of people don't even know that I, I did solo stuff before and they just know Vista, which is so cool because it's interesting to me how people find you and how you find people and, you know, we, we meet people all over the country and it's so interesting to hear all of the stories about how they discovered Vista or, you know, or anything that we released or just anything at all. It's super cool. That's one of my favorite parts about being in a band actually is just, you know, seeing how people discovered you and meeting them and getting to see all parts of the country. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's really like the basis of me. I just, um, I just wanted to do a podcast because I thought it would be, um, just like a cool new outlet to do. I'm already so busy, but I love to express myself creatively in any way possible because my head is constantly, constantly, constantly running. And if I ever stop, then I, I get to, I fall into like a tunnel of thoughts and I try to avoid falling into that tunnel best I can. And the best way that I can think of is to stay (laughs) busy. So if talking into a microphone two times a week helps with that, then, you know, like I really, I really just wanted to try it. So again, thank you for listening and checking this out. And I'm going to keep this one shorter today just because, you know, I, I don't want to freak anybody out by (laughs) making something that's really long. But yeah, um, another thing about me, um, I grew up in New Jersey. I lived in New Jersey until I was 21. Um, My dad also passed away when I was 21 from stage four lung and brain cancer. Um, And the reason why I bring that up is because my dad was my life and, you know, he, um, I don't want to go too much into it, you know, just in this opening podcast because it's like, it's just such a long story to explain, but the basis of it is, you know, he shaped a lot of who I am. Um, you know, I'm obviously physically 50% my father, but, um, he shaped a, a very large chunk of my life and my heart and, you know, my passions. So, um, when I was 21 and he passed, he was very, very sick. Um, I was very, very close to graduating from college, excuse me, but 
um, once I was 21, I thought that I was going to live in New Jersey for the rest of my life. I thought I was going to graduate from college and then move in with my dad because my parents divorced when I was very young. I was 10 years old and um, I thought that I was going to to stay there and live with him and I didn't know job wise, you know, what I was going to do because all I wanted to do was pursue music. And my father and I had an agreement um, because he was a musician. He had his degree in music and was a music teacher his whole life. And he said, you know, as long as you have your degree, then I will support you in whatever you do because I want you to at least have something there if something goes wrong with music and it doesn't work. And I said, okay, that's no problem. I can do that for you. So I graduated and, you know, without my father and I ended up picking up and moving to New York, which was done on a whim. I didn't plan it. I didn't really I didn't really know where I was going. I just picked a town. I had no clue where it was and I didn't have any money, really. I had a I had a couple thousand saved up. Um and I said, "Okay, this will cover me for, you know, at least like 2 months until I can figure something out." But I didn't have a job when I went out there. I just picked up and I left New Jersey. And there was a lot more to it than that. I explain it in depth in my book, but Um, that's the basis of it. There was just so much going on in New Jersey and I felt like I was, I felt like I was always plagued by grief and sadness and that it was going to stay that way because everywhere I drove around town or in the area, I, I passed by reminders of my father and illness and sickness and cancer. And, you know, it was something that I realized I couldn't handle anymore. I lived with his best friend for a while who is my godfather and his family and, that experience for me was was very interesting because on one hand i was incredibly grateful that he upheld the promise that he made to my father to take care of me if something bad happened and i was very grateful that he took me into his family when he already had four daughters and you know two grandkids and there were always like 10 people in their house at all times and it was nice to be around a family setting coming from a broken home so i was always very appreciative of that but at the, on the other hand, I had a very rough time and I didn't tell anybody because um, I got very, very, very depressed because I was living in my dad's hometown where he worked with his best friend and I had to look his best friend in the eye every day and say, yeah, I'm great, you know, everything's good. When, when everything wasn't good, I was, you know, very, very, I was really, really struggling. And um, so I said, you know what, I, uh, where can I go? You know, what can I do? I don't know, but... You know, my friends are in New York now. Um, my, my boyfriend lives on Long Island and, you know, I became really good friends with all of his friends and they're like my family. And I was like, you know, Long Island's really the only place where I know people now. So maybe, maybe picking up and not having any clue where I'm going um, would be the best thing for me because I'm scared of it. You know, maybe confronting that and just doing it in the face of fear would be healthy for me. And my mom really did not want me to go she said you're making a huge mistake and I just basically like looked at the sky and I was like dad I'm sorry if you're upset with me but I would love a sign um from you if you you know agree with what I'm doing if you're happy for me if you think I'm making the right choice and I just kind of picked up and left and it was really very at first I I was really really excited um I didn't really realize until I got there just how hard it was going to be to sustain myself And it took me about three years to get financially stable and to get to a place financially where I'm okay. Um, It could go away at any second, but I'm working a ton. So, you know, it's just something that I I worked towards, you know, starting my own company. And that's why I did, because I, I knew that I needed something that allowed me to tour with Vista and, you know, pursue music as my number one, because that 
you know, that's been my life passion since I, since before I could talk, I've been singing since before I could say anything, you know? So, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that, that makes up a huge chunk of me. And I, you know, like I said, I bring that up just because it's something that has really, I don't want to say changed who I am internally as a person over the last three years since I moved to Long Island, because I still live here. Um, but it, it really kickstarted my adult life in the sense that I was not expecting to move out of New Jersey and not have my father with me, you know, at age 25. And, you know, I, it was just something that kind of pushed me off course, but then pushed me right back on the correct course. So, you know, living in New York, it's, it's very, I'm really, really, really happy now. And I would never have been able to say that a couple years ago. I was, you know, like I said, I was very, very depressed and going through a lot of grief and I wasn't able to confront it. And I can, you know, I can talk about that in future episodes in depth if people want to hear about that because I'm, you know, I'm very comfortable talking about it now. But, you know, it's just, it makes up a big part of me. So I think it's important to, you know, if you know me and you want to learn anything about me, I think that that makes up a big chunk of it. Um, so yeah, so that's where I live. I live on Long Island. Um, I live um, about in the middle of the island um, with one of my closest friends. Um, and I'm still with my boyfriend, Okan. We've been together for a little over four years. Um, our anniversary technically isn't until May, but that's like Facebook anniversary. Because we were together for a while before then, but it was never it was never made official, I guess. Like He never asked me to be his girlfriend until like May of 2015, but we were together for a long while before that. Um, and he is my absolute best friend. I, I love my boyfriend more than anything in the world because he, um, he is just so funny and kind and thoughtful and I could talk about him all day, but I'm not going to do that because I don't want you to be like, (laughs) you know, but, um, I'm going to have him as a guest on, on a podcast because I think it would be cool for us to sit and talk about like, you know, our relationship and I don't know, I just, us as people and I don't know it would just be cool to just chat with him we do all the time so why not put a microphone in front of us you know and record it um but yeah I'll bring him on at some point I, maybe for the next guest podcast I have to ask him but uh yeah so I'm still with him and um Greg is still my best friend and we're st- he's still in Vista and we're you know we're doing a lot right now but um all will all will be revealed at some point uh can't really talk about any of it yet but um yeah I mean so that's like that's really the basis of me is my band's living in New York working owning my company um my boyfriend and my friends and that's really it it's it's interesting because like there's so many weird things that I could talk about like my my undying love for Diet Dr. Pepper or my my lifelong loves the Backstreet Boys I think I want to do a whole podcast episode about the Backstreet Boys and kind of you know why they're my favorite artist to ever exist in the history of time and why I have their logo permanently tattooed on my skin you know so many people ask me questions about it and I would love to just talk about it because it's so much more than just being my favorite artist it's it's a lifelong thing that really um has had a very big impact on who I am now as an adult so if that's something you guys are interested in let me know and I can totally talk about the Backstreet Boys all day because <laughs> they're the best um but yeah or, or like you know my retro gaming or retro game collection I love retro games um you know there's there's so many things that I could talk about I just want to know like what everyone else wants to hear if everybody wants to hear something instead of me rambling my guts out um because I have, I always feel like I have a lot to say, but I never know where to go with it or if anybody even wants to listen to what I have to say. Because in my head, I'm like, oh my God, everybody hates me. <laughs> that's very morbid sounding, but that's why I never, 
never really thought about doing stuff like this. I tried to do YouTube videos once, like a long time ago, and it just did not work. I felt like such a stupid fuck. I, I, my anxiety was like eating at me, but that's a whole different topic of conversation. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, like I said, going to keep this one short, but, um, you know, if there's anything that anybody wants me to talk about in particular, or like a guest you want to see, you know, any of my friends or people in bands or like anything like that, I plan on bringing in, you know, uh, friends that I have in other bands and having conversations with them because I think something like that is really cool just like an open forum to talk about certain stuff um, whether it be within the music industry or not I don't really know exactly if there's going to be one particular direction in terms of um, like topic for this blog or blog I just said blog see how terrible I am at this uh, for this podcast like I don't want it to be 100% about music or 100% about xyz I want it to be kind of like a mishmash of different things and different people and just have an open forum because I mean it's cool to just talk to people and see where they're at um I'm gonna uh, I'm probably not gonna get into political stuff on here because that's just you know it's not my goal it's not what I want to gear this towards um or any topics that are like you know open for for I don't want to say me to get shit on but like things that are easy easy to argue about that's just not my goal I want to have you know just a really safe comfortable place to talk and you know um chat with my friends and you know I don't know you know what I mean I don't know if that makes any sense but um yeah so I don't know I'm like staring at this microphone trying to figure out what else I could say because I pretty much just gave everyone like a brief rundown of my life um but yeah just a few more things about me I have a 19 year old brother his name's Jake uh he goes to Rutgers University and even though he doesn't realize yet that I'm his best friend he is one of mine he is my best friend (laughs) um but I absolutely love the kid and I would do anything for him uh he still lives in New Jersey with my mom um, who I can also talk about. I'm trying to get her on a podcast. Uh, we'll see if if she'll do it. I don't think she will because she has a big mouth. She would say stuff that would like definitely, definitely get me in trouble. But um, we'll see how that happens. I'm trying to get both of them on. But uh, yeah, I don't really have any family. I don't. I have a couple family members that you know I absolutely love, but my family has never been one that is close, mainly because of geographical locations. Like everybody kind of lives in different areas i have two cousins only two first cousins they live in maryland along with their mom who is my mom's sister and i absolutely love the three of them um my dad's family doesn't really exist um so i've never really been one to have a large family i really have always considered friends to be my family uh so that's why i take friendships so seriously because you know my friends are who i see almost every day and i consider them to be people that i would do absolutely anything for so I always really strive to keep those relationships close. Um, I'm trying to think what else. I, I'm i so weird. I don't even want to start getting into the stuff like to my actual weirdness because I don't, I, I fear being judged so much. I fear people making fun of me <laughs> so much. Um, I'm from a town called East Brunswick in New Jersey, which is in central Jersey. And I graduated from high school in 2011 at East Brunswick High School, uh, which is where my brother went. Um and I lived there up until like I was done with college and then moved to New York Um, besides that I just started booking shows on Long Island which is such a nightmare it's such a headache but I actually really enjoy doing it it's just really really tough Um, but it is it is like a newer endeavor so I'm hoping that as time goes by and I, I keep doing it it'll get a little easier um and besides that I just really really love Mario games I love anything that has to do with 90s pop besides the Backstreet Boys I'm 
90s pops is still very current to me. Um, I only wear the color black. Uh, I don't know why. I just really, really love black. If you look at my closet, it's organized by color. It's like 80% black and then a couple of other tops that are like white and gray. <laughs> I don't wear color at all. I hate color. Um, I love the ocean and I love the beach. I love to be outside in the summer. I could be outside all day. I love to grill like steaks, stuff like that. I can't wait for summer because my roommate just bought a huge barbecue. So we're going to get a trampoline and a barbecue and have like outside, you know, barbecues with our friends all the time. Um, So I live for the summer. I love touring. Touring is super, super fun. Uh, It's very difficult and very taxing, but it's it's very rewarding uh, at the end of it. Once you kind of look at what you've accomplished and what you've done and the people that you've met, it's super, super, super just like... I don't even know it's just a rewarding thing and it's it's really something that we're passionate about um I love my n64 I play n64 all the time I also have an emulator on my computer so I could play n64 games uh while I'm on tour I have a remote control or remote control what am I saying a controller that's a usb so it plugs into my computer so I can play um you know wherever on tour and I don't need internet I also love DS. Um, My favorite character ever is Waluigi. Uh, I'm not a fan of Super Smash. I've never really liked Smash. I don't really see the strategy in it. I know a ton of people are going to be like, oh my god, fuck you. But I've never been a Smash person. I don't know. Uh, Songwriting. I've been writing songs since I was really young, since I was eight. Um, I wrote my first song after 9-11. My mom is a September 11th survivor. So that kind of really sparked um, an interest in songwriting for me because I realized, hey, I could put my thoughts down, you know, to a melody. And that was really appealing and really cool. Um, Besides that, I um, and my dancing, I'm trying to think like really what else. I have a lot of really weird little random facts, but none of them are interesting or intriguing or like worth noting because... I don't know. Who am I? You know, Um, (laughs) nobody gives a shit. So uh, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I don't like to. One thing about me really is that I am very, very self-conscious and I I don't like myself. It's it's always been very hard for me since I was really young to find a place where I'm comfortable with, you know, all of my quirks and my, you know, qualms and everything, Um, because I was bullied a lot when I was in school for doing music. And a lot of people thought I was weird because my passions were a lot different than most people's. Um, I was a very creative mind and, you know, always singing and dancing and doing something, you know, uh, like just creative instead of going to football games and, you know, being involved in school clubs and sports and stuff like that. So now as an adult, I have a lot of um, a lot of self-doubt and a lot of, um, you know, just, I don't want to say issues with myself because I'm happier than I've ever been, which is, you know, just like an incredible thing to say, but, you know, a big chunk of me is self-doubt and I'm working on it. So maybe like, maybe doing something like this will, will help me become a little more confident. But a lot of people have told me in the past, oh, I'm so intimidated by you. You're so scary. And I'm like, dude, if you just sat with me for like 20 minutes, you'd see I'm, I'm just like, a freaking marshmallow Baymax, like just ball of self-doubt. And it's always interesting to me when people say stuff like that because they see my clothes and like my dark makeup and stuff. And they, a lot of people have always thought that I'm scary. And I'm like, no, like I'm not scary at all. I just, you know, I, I don't know. It's just, I have a very certain like look, I guess, that I really enjoy. And I don't want to say it masks my, my self-confidence issues, but it kind of gives me a little bit of confidence to, express my personal style and and be strong and firm in it I guess if that makes any sense but yeah so I guess I'll end it there and um, I'm really looking forward to doing this and, and talking more 
not with everybody, I guess to everybody, but you know, just hearing what you have to say. And if there's anything you want me to talk about in particular, then, you know, I can definitely do that. I'm going to bring in Greg at some point, um, my boyfriend, I'm trying to get my brother in here, other, you know, other, uh, band members that I'm, you know, good friends with. Um, and like I said, if there's any suggestions or anything you guys want to hear me talk about in particular, just let me know. And I'm, I'm literally an open book. I have a full open book available on Amazon. So I'm really an open book when it comes to, you know, talking about personal stuff. And I've just, I guess that's a writer thing, you know, being, being 100% open, but thank you guys for listening. And I hope to see you on Thursday. Uh, that is the 28th. Uh, for my first uh, episode with a guest, my friend Holly, who is Vista's tour photographer, she did an episode with me for the first guest episode, so that'll go up at 7 p.m. EST, and uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. I will talk to you soon. Bye.